It's Friday. It's Facebook Live Friday. Brian Milam, Lee K. Howard. A lot of football, a lot of basketball this weekend. And it all starts here in just about four hours from now when EKU takes on the Kentucky Wildcats at Rupp Arena. Well, UK looked really good against Michigan State. Whew. I know for EKU, they're hoping for a little bit of a hangover. Yeah, I asked uh, A.W. Hamilton, EKU's head coach yesterday, if he wished that the Cats would have won or lost <laughs> that game in Michigan State and whether or not it would have had any bearing on tonight's game. Yeah. And he said, uh, you know, he, he, he's kinda, he kind of cheered for the Cats in a way because obviously a kid grew up in Scott County and, right. and uh, grew up watching the Wildcats. So he, he was glad that they won. But, yeah, that, that Kentucky team is riding high right now after that win over Michigan State. I don't think a letdown is, is in store for Kentucky, but man, that was impressive. It certainly was. We're going to take your questions, comments uh, on Facebook Live over the next 10, 15 minutes or so. So if you have anything that you would like for us to discuss, we'll talk about it. I've got it right here. See, he's already see. watching. Some, see, Dorothy's watching from Bell County. He's not Hi, the best Dorothy. color man in the league for nothing, folks. <laughs> uh, but as for UK and Michigan State, everybody obviously talking about Tyrese Maxey, the what a debut, the greatest debut in terms of scoring Kentucky mm -hmm. has ever seen from a freshman and with 26 points uh, surpassing Terrence Jones, who had 25 points at his debut, who surpassed Eric Bledsoe, who had 24 in his first outing as a Wildcat. Uh, this kid smiled, Maxi smiles. He, I know you're, he's your biggest fan. Yes, which he goes is. Back, you know, you know, goes back a year or so. But, you know, can he do that again tonight? Is it going to be more? E.J. Montgomery, a guy who has just kind of been, as I mentioned last week, somewhat pedestrian well, in the I, first couple of games. Yeah, I think we saw what Tyrese Maxey is capable of, and I think we will see some other big games where he explodes and really just you know, fills up the stat sheets in, in terms of uh, scoring. I wouldn't expect him to average 26 points per game. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think they're going to need any one guy right. on this team to do that. So, uh, you know, but I, I can see him scoring, you know, averaging somewhere around 18 to 20 points per game in some situations because he is just that dynamic of a scorer. Uh, but, you know, they've got a lot of other players on this team that can, can put the, the, the basket, the, or the ball in, in the, the basket. basket. That, that's what I was looking for, the biscuit in the basket. So I, I think they're going to be just fine. Lately, no, I could use a biscuit right <laughs> and now. And a basket. Yeah. Uh, uh, EKU saw them earlier this week against Chattanooga. Year number two for A.W. Hamilton. Uh, you know, his first year, he's just trying to implement what he wanted. He had Nick Mayo right. to obviously turn to. Doesn't have the uh, school's all-time leading scorer anymore. But this is a team I saw, they were fast. They mm -hmm. sometimes out of control, a little chaotic, but you can force a lot of opponents into mistakes by playing that kind of, uh, let's just call it what it what it was, old-school Rick Pitino basketball from 1989-1990. Uh -huh. they, they play, EKU's a team that's going to try to press you full yep. court run with you a little bit. Now that hasn't always been the best formula when playing against a team like Kentucky, but that's what EKU style is. I mean, he wants those guys to move fast. The other night in their season opener against Chattanooga, uh, Eastern, Eastern Kentucky ran away with it in the end, which sure. thanks to a 15-0 run to start mm -hmm. the second half. They ended up getting the big win, but they did have like 23 or 24 turnovers yeah. in that game. Uh, that's something when you play that fast and that frenetic of a pace, you might open yourself up to. That might not be the best thing against Kentucky, but hey, I, give them credit. They're going to come out and try to really pressure this, this Kentucky team. Well, yeah, and, and they should because you have to play to your strengths, even though it is mm -hmm. Kentucky who is taller, who is faster in some ways, who is more physical in some ways. Um, it was great to see Nick Richards have the game yes. he had against Michigan State. 
Uh, I don't know how EKU will handle that kind of size if UK slows it down into the half court. Yeah, and the good thing for EKU, I guess you could say in a way that Kentucky likes to play smaller. They don't they don't have the, the big traditional, you know, post players like a Reed Travis, for yeah. instance, from last year. They do have the athletic guys like EJ and Nick. And of course, we've seen now what Nate Sestina can do. But this could be a game where Cal says, all right, we're going to try to play a smaller lineup and see what we have there. Let's let's run Keon Brooks at the four quite a bit. Let's let's. Let's run, you know, three, four guards at, at the same time. So I think that's a situation where we might be able to see some Calipari experimenting because, like you said, the game's so random now, right? Certainly, and uh, you can play some random basketball when a team presses you because you get a lot mm -hmm. of fast break points. This Kentucky team, very good in transition, and I really think they are exceptional, can be exceptional when you have Maxi. Quickly and Hagen's on yes. the court. That those three guys, you bring in some defense. You certainly have improved offense from Quickly and Hagen's. That is a dangerous combo yeah. back there. And, and you know when you've got a guy like the other night when Tyrese came off the bench and scored 26 points. You know, let's say EKU or maybe even the next opponent for Kentucky says, "All right, we are going to stop Tyrese Maxey and not let him handle the ball." That's okay. That's okay. You have Ashton Hagens and, and Emmanuel quickly to handle the ball. So you, right. you almost have to pick your poison. That's why I say it's going to be really tough for him to average 26 points a night because different guys will get keyed on different nights and different guys will have big nights because of that. And yeah, that's a good problem to have. Nate Sestina mentioned in a soundbite you will hear later on uh, in our earlier shows as we go live from Rupp Arena. He said, you know, hey, I played at Bucknell. I was EKU. Uh -huh. the last several years. I know what it's like to go in and play a heavyweight program. So for Sestina, the role has flipped a little bit. But he said, he's, this guy is so good. Oh, yeah. He said, you know, hey, we're going to make shots. We're going to miss shots. They're going to make shots. We're going to miss shots. And it's just how you handle a little bit of a drought. Because Kentucky had a drought against Michigan State, got up 13, and then State comes back, bam, 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 8-0 run. They're back in the ballgame. I think the only thing that you worry about as a, if you're a Kentucky fan is that this team early in the season with so many young guys, which is always the case, right. that they might play to their competition at least sure, for a little bit early on. We've, we've seen that this year, too, against Georgetown College and Kentucky State. Uh, talented teams, but obviously not the level of Kentucky. You saw them have their struggles for a little bit. To, yeah. to, they had to get going. Against Michigan State, the number one team in the country at that time, uh, you know they obviously played up. You got to hope that they don't come out tonight as a Kentucky fan and, you know, let EKU hang around uh, right. you know, a little bit. Now, in the same breath, I also want to see EKU do well. well certainly, uh, certainly. I, I, you know, I big, big Colonels fan as well and, and any team in this area, as I was with Kentucky State and Georgetown College, sure. you want to see those teams perform well right. against Kentucky. You don't want to see any of those in-state teams run out of the building yeah. by any <laughs> means because those are those are programs we want to see uh, have a lot of success. No question about it. Tip-off tonight at 7 o'clock from Rep Arena. You will see it on the SEC Network. Now tomorrow in the cold, 7.30, it's Tennessee and Kentucky. Kentucky has beaten Tennessee in football twice since I was nine years old. Unbelievable. And, and twice in the last decade, though. Yeah, 2017 and 2011. And they've done and it with it. a backup receiver at quarterback, the backup quarterback who eventually turned into the starter in Steven Johnson. Matt Roark was the backup receiver. Uh -huh. And now we've got Lynn Bowden. So 
will it happen twice in a decade where a receiver plays quarterback and leads the Cats to victory? You know, you would have thought that it would have happened last year yeah. with the team that Kentucky oh, had and the team still, that, and that the game. team that Tennessee had. That I think is going to play. Excuse me, have play a big role in this game this weekend because, you know, those players and those coaches they remember that game very vividly. They're still talking about it. I, I thought it was interesting when we spoke to the media, excuse me, when the media spoke to the players and the coaches this week during the week, we asked them about last, last year's game and would it have any bearing on this year's game. And usually you get the coach speak or the player cliche like, oh, this is a new year. Right. Da, da, da. No, all of them owned up to, yeah, we know we didn't play our best game last year and we were embarrassed last year. And basically, you know, we, we're going to come out and we remember that game. So they have a chip on their shoulder. And they should because that was the worst showing from a Kentucky football team. Yeah, and from a 10-win Kentucky uh, yeah, football team. Yeah, uh, certainly. It, it was, I mean, you could expect uh, some poor play the first year Mark Stoops took over because he was rebuilding. He, as he said, he inherited almost nothing. I mean, mm -hmm. it was tough. But with that team, with Benny and with Josh and with a healthy Terry Wilson, nothing went right. That and was it went wrong from the beginning. Yeah, that was the big clunker of the, on the season oh last year. I mean, the Georgia game wasn't pretty, but that was Georgia, sure. and Georgia was good. That, happens. that Tennessee game was the clunker, and so they've mm. got to come out and figure out how to win that game. Now, what I said earlier about Eastern Kentucky and yeah. Kentucky State and Georgetown College, I hope the Cats blow them off the field. Uh, <laughs> completely different. Um, but like you said, it's going to be likely Lynn Bowden uh, running the show. Why Maybe not? some Sawyer Smith works, mixed works, in works there. Well, so far. And yeah, if they can run against, you know, a team like Georgia, even though they didn't win the game, I think they could run against Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee, I, I do. Tennessee also, they have their backs against the wall. This is a team that has to win out to be bowl eligible. And so you know they have a lot riding on the line. And I ran into somebody earlier today, and he said, hey, do you think Kentucky can beat Tennessee? And I said, well, sure, I, I think they can. Mm -hmm. But Kentucky, for whatever the reason, when Tennessee gets on a run, they have got to stop the bleeding. Yes. Because for whatever the reason, yes, Tennessee has been better than Kentucky for the better part of the last 30-some-odd years in football. That's just the way it is. But when Kentucky has been in the ballgame, if they can stay in it early and not shoot themselves in the foot, this is a team that can win. And I really expect them to win against Tennessee tomorrow. Just oh yeah, put the fan too. cap on and then taking the fan cap off. I still think they're a better team. I do too. I think the talent on Kentucky's roster, even with Lynn Bowden at quarterback, is superior to the talent on Tennessee's roster this year. That hasn't always been the case, yeah. but it's been the case in the last two to three years. Unfortunately, they didn't win the one last year. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think you come out and you, you play your game, and luckily it's not going to be raining. It's going to be cold. <laughs> Very cold, really but there's cold. a difference. Cold is okay. Raining makes the makes the offense play differently. Uh, I think they're going to be able to show more of the offense mm -hmm. with Lynn Bowden. Not only is it not going to be raining, but they've had two weeks to prepare That's for right. Tennessee. That's and huge. keep in mind, Tennessee has not. Uh, Tennessee played UAB just this last week, so they've had one week, a normal week, to prepare for Kentucky, whereas the Wildcats got a jump start on the Vols preparation, so that could also play into it. And it's also a football Friday night, and it's also mm -hmm. the first round of the high school football playoffs. It began last night 
with great crossing in Douglas here in town. Belfry was a big winner at home in Paintsville, also in Eastern Kentucky. But it's going to be pretty darn cold tonight. When uh, <laughs> and uh, thankfully I get to be in Rupp Arena. Yeah, I was going to say I'm going to be, be outside. I'm going to be out guys. there. I'm going to be out there with my uh, long johns on and uh, layered up and ready to go. But yeah, high school football playoff is going to uh, high school football playoff weather is going to feel oh. like it tonight. I mean, it's going to be chilly. So if you're like me and you're going to be at one of those games tonight, best of luck to you. Warm up. Yeah, wear, your, wear your gloves. Yeah, make sure, yeah, do that. Make sure you bundle up because it's going to be a little chilly tonight. Uh, we will have highlights on game time of the Cats and the Colonels, highlights of high school football, and then we will certainly get you ready tomorrow for the Cats and the Volunteers from Kroger Field. Anybody else? You said you mentioned Bell County earlier. Anybody else saying hey? Let's see. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good, Let's see. Uh, good run from the mountain. Vicky's looking forward to the game. Uh, we had Bell County there. Uh, to be honest with you, this this had a hard time. This had a hard time refreshing there for a second. <laughs> but a lot of people watching. Uh, Go Big Blue on the court and on the field says Karen. Um, someone said looking forward to this game. Watching from Kenton County. Yeah, up north. How about Kenton go. County? Yeah, can't wait till the game tonight. Says Naomi. So yeah, we appreciate you all. Uh, participating here on Facebook yeah, Live. No doubt. We will do it again next Friday and every Friday until we decide not to do it anymore. For <laughs> well, Lee K. Howard, I'm Brian Milam. We will see you later on tonight.